This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's Mike Hawk. Want more Men's Room content? Follow the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app and check out my live stream, A Moment with Mike Hawk and Nothing in Particular with Steve the Thrill Hill. Going live Thursdays and Fridays at 1, exclusively on the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Comedian Craig Gass coming up on the program. In the meantime, it is our random question. Question 206 803 Random, random. Hello, random, Joe. Random, Welcome random, to the men's room. Hola, bitchola. Hola. Doing great, Joe. How are you, sir? I am living the dream. All right. Okay, Joe, let's go with this one. We've all been in a uh, little fender bender. Why were you involved in a crash? In other words, whose fault was it? Was it the conditions of the roadway? Was it the other driver's fault? Was it your fault? I've been involved in several crashes. All right. Um, one was my fault. I failed to um, come to a complete stop at an intersection. Um, another one, well... Well, wait, what did you hit? Rear-ended. Did you hit another car when you failed to come to a complete stop? I did. Oh, I did. They were uh, turning left, and I was going forward, and I was impatient, and I clipped that car. Okay. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, been rear-ended on several occasions. Several occasions? Where a car on the freeway wasn't paying attention and I stopped for stop traffic and I got rear-ended. Ah, okay. Any of these result in a car being totaled? Oh, no. No, okay. no, 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 uh, no. Uh, dings and, yeah. No. All right. Well, that's that's not the worst thing in the world. But just annoying. Yeah, it is. Because it takes forever to get your car back. I'm trying to think. Last time I was in a car wreck, it was not my fault. Uh, a guy turned in front of me, made a left on the... Uh, Ritchie Highway, uh, north of Annapolis, Maryland. All right. And I T-boned this guy going about 55 miles an hour in my Nissan Sentra. <laughs> Nissan Sentra did not have an airbag in it. Uh, I hit him in the wheel. He had a monster truck. All right. I'm telling you right now, uh, two more, three more feet to the left. I had his front right uh, tire. I'd have gone under that thing, and it has sheared the roof off that car. Was it ripped your head off? It definitely would have, without question. I got so lucky on that. And all I remember was the, uh, the ambulance guy. He's like... I'm going to take you into the hospital. I'm like, no, man, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. I can I can get home. He's like, dude, you're not, how are you going to get home? He's like, your car is totaled. And like, he's like, your eyes are like, he's like, you're concussed. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine. And then I realized the next day, man, my head was just pounding and the seatbelt. 
Just oh, right, the, right. Just the, I mean, I felt like my chest had just been, you know, like crushed by something. It was, had a big mark going across it. Uh, I definitely hit the wheel with my head, too. So it didn't hold in all <laughs> yeah. the way. So I must have whipped my head because my glasses uh, broke my, like, cut the my face open. I was bleeding everywhere. What year was your uh, Sentra? That would be a 94. 94. What did they start putting the airbags in? Sure. Uh, it was a, that might have been an 80, that might have been an 89. Yeah, I got another Sentra. So when I crashed that car. You got another Sentra. I got another Sentra. Because they uh, made it bigger. It was more new. With and, airbags? New and improved. I believe that one did have a Sentra, yes. Or uh, airbag, yes. The dumbest one I did, and I'd only been driving for like a year or two, <clears throat> but I was getting off an exit on the Capitol Beltway. Now, this one was had a stop sign at the end of it, so you got a, you know, or a yield, whatever. But the, the other road had a lot of traffic. So the guy in front of me, I'm looking the other way. I'm trying to think if I can slide in both of us to, like, merge in real quick. Right. So I didn't even look at the guy in front of me. I thought for sure he was going. He was not. And just <laughs> rear-ended just, him right there. Mm. Just punched the gas and hit him. And just like, oh, man. That was what tough. is his response when you hit him? It was, it was a woman. And she was just like, I was like, I am so sorry. Like, I, I, that was dumb. Wasn't paying attention. She's like, I just got it a week ago. Oh, oh no. I was like, ah, oh, I feel bad. <clears throat> and then I won't say what insurance I was using. But for a while there, we thought this insurance company was the best in the world. Because I took all her info, called my insurance company, never heard from her again. That is good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Damn. I don't know if they took care of it or took care of her. Okay. <laughs> I just got it a week ago. Okay. She, uh, you she don't was, have to rub it in. All right. She, I know. And she she was like, she wasn't even mad. She was just sad. <laughs> right. That's worse. I got, uh, my, 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 one of my first cars, I was 16 years old. I just got brand new tires on this car. Mm-hmm. Uh, stepfather gave me the car, probably had it for no less than a month. I was going down a turn. It was raining. Thought I was fine in this car. Could not even hold the, the, the turn at all. <laughs> Just started sliding into the other lane. Hit this head on, hit this car. Hit, it was a brand new Buick Riviera. And That's what time, you hit. It was all macked out in leather. This thing was like a Cadillac, but a Buick guy right, right, right. on the inside. These two guys jumped out, man. And my buddy goes through the windshield of my car. So he's kind of hanging out of the front of the car. And they were, and they ran down the road, man. And they, to to make sure my buddy Jeff was okay, because he was seriously hanging out the uh, the front of the car. Oh my, Jesus! My stepfather had bought the car when, in Germany, and they did not have the same safety standards on the glass. Aha! Uh-huh. So okay. there was no plastic in the middle of the glass. So basically, the um, the windshield was designed to pop out. Yeah. In, in one whole piece, if that's me. But he kind of popped it out with his head. With his face. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because that thing went flying, and he's hanging out. He was okay. He didn't even have, like, a mark on his face or nothing. Really? Nothing. Nothing. Huh. Nothing. The uh, reason we asked why were you in a crash, a tarantula crossing the road in California's Death Valley National Park caused an accident between international travelers after one of the visitors breaks suddenly to avoid hitting the tarantula on the roadway. The accident happened Saturday afternoon along uh, California I-190, east of Town Pass. A Swiss couple was driving a rented camper van. All right. They spot the large spider in the roadway. They slam on the brakes, causing a 24-year-old Canadian motorcyclist to crash into the back of their van. They slammed on the brakes because of a spider. Yes. I know, that the seems a little crazy. Like, come on. Yes, the ambulance transported the motorcyclist to uh, Desert View Hospital. No update on his condition. Uh, the tarantula, however, walked away unscathed from the accident, according to park officials. Uh, NPS warned visitors to drive carefully on the roadways. Uh, be aware of the environment, but uh, no need to break. Just run over the spider. For a tarantula. Jesus, man. 
Then we have this one as we go to Chicago. And Homewood police are investigating the cause of a hit-and-run crash on Friday morning involving a stolen vehicle and a funeral hearse <laughs> with a body inside. Oh. Police responded to the two-vehicle crash at 183rd Street uh, with an incident involving a stolen Kia and a white Cadillac funeral hearse. The casket had a body inside, and if you're wondering, yes... It was ejected from the hearse. Oh. Police said a preliminary investigation indicates the Kia was being driven at a high speed when it collided with the hearse being driven east. Police say three people ran from the Kia, but only one was located and taken to a nearby hospital. The driver of the hearse, he was treated by Homewood Fire Department paramedics and taken to the hospital. They did put the body back in the casket and put it back inside the hearse. Oh, it came all the way out of the casket. The casket was ejected. The oh, casket opened man. up. The body fell out of the casket. The casket also slammed into the road. <laughs> Uh, a couple people chime in here. It says, I got hit by a dump truck that merged into me as I turned. Destroy my Toyota Corolla. Someone else says, I've hit a pole, a pedestrian, a car, and a bicycle. Only one was my fault, the one with the car. And somebody here says, uh, one crash I was in was my fault. I was coming down off of MDMA, uh, MDMA, fell asleep, and crashed into the Jersey barrier on I-5. The other accident was not my fault. I was rear-ended at 45 at a stoplight, but they slammed into uh, slammed me into a Prius. So that was cool. Oh, and calling the advocates got me over $100,000. Get out of here. Boom. Oh, look at yeah, that. $100,000, dude. Okay. Not bad. I don't think the last accident I've been in. It's been, I mean, we had to rock hit the windshield, although I'm pretty sure that was intentional. Actually, the first car accident I was in, we had the old Volkswagen bus, big old brown one with an orange roof and three orange stripes on the mm-hmm. side. Ugliest thing you've ever seen. Uh, we lived in upstate New York. I'm like nine or ten years old, but it's at night, and I just hear my father say, hold on, right, but real serious. And he starts to pull off the road, and the thing tipped over sideways like the uh, the Flintstones credits when he gets his rack of ribs. The thing was, so there was an act, the roads were all icy and snowy. So there was an accident on the road in front of us, but the cops hadn't put out the flares yet. There's no okay. street lights or anything. So he saw that, recognized he's about to plow, plow into it. He just thought we'd pull off the side of the road. Turns out there's a big-ass gully there, but it was covered in snow. So you just you wouldn't know. So when he pulled off the road, the whole thing went sideways. Now, I will say, <clears throat> my brother generally was better at following directions than I was, which is probably still the case. But <laughs> when my father said, hold on, the way he said it, like you understood the urgency. So I did. And so when the bus turned sideways, I'm still clinging to the back of the driver's seat, right? No big right. deal. Everyone was fine. But my brother, we turn around, he's just not there. And we realize he shot to the other side of the mm-hmm. bolt. But just the look of disgust on his face, because I just remember he was on his back and his knees were still kind of up, like from the impact. So he had to kind of like roll himself forward and just looked irritated. And for some reason, I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Like, he was fine, but I was like, dude, he said, hold on. What did you think he meant when he said, hold on? We had one of those. I hated that car. With the Volkswagen bus? Yes. I loved it, man. And it goes back to what you brought up earlier. We loved, one, I was a little kid, but because we always, always, always had to ride in a car to go anywhere, except on vacations, you were never going to get on a plane. And my dad had all the strict rules with the car, you know, just don't eat anything, don't drink anything, don't even breathe too close to the window because you're fogging up with your damn finger, all this stuff. So when we got the Volkswagen bus, and this is before anyone thought seatbelts were worth anything, and we could physically get up and move around. 
I had you could three but, Star okay, Wars right, characters. Okay. Hey, man, this is the first true. time. The one, I'm not sitting next to my brother. He's now sitting behind me. He has his own seat. I have my own seat. I had a Stormtrooper, R2-D2, and Chewbacca, and I put them in various scenarios. Right. But okay. I could kneel in front of my seat and kind of use that as my landscape. Dude, that thing was a lifesaver. Well, the thing was, to get out of West Virginia, you have to go over the mountains. Right. The mountains are, are substantial there. Yes, they are. They're not like here. But the road system was not as good then. So yeah. there... You're doing switchbacks, you're crawling up steep uh, inclines and everything else, depending on how they could cut the road through the mountains. And the the car, the van was water-cooled. So right. you essentially had to pull over every so often, and you had to wait for the radiator to cool down so you could pour more water <laughs> into the radiator, which was located under the back seat of the damn van. Yeah. So that was my job, was to grab the big glove and open that thing. We had gallons of water in the back. I had to pour the water down the engine. It's hotter than God. Air conditioning doesn't work. It never the worked. The defroster never, worked. never worked in an old Volkswagen. You could never clear the windshield. I mean, ever. If it was snowy, if it was ice slick, whatever, you get up there, it's your job to scrape it. But it didn't matter because the inside was still covered in crap. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it just didn't work. That's why you'd see people who had Volkswagen Beetles. They have fans that were mounted on the front of, of their dashboard, pointed at the inside of the window. Just to be able to cut through on, you know, the defrost. I remember our uh, that same Volkswagen bus that I did love, but we were headed to Texas, Houston, in the summer. Anyway, the air conditioning broke down en route. And once you get to the south part of this country, man, it's not just hot. It is humid. It is sticky. It's gross. And people's moods start to change. So yeah. my brother and I, for the most part, you know, you're tuning out your parents as you do with your kid. And then we realized, like, man, it just feels kind of intense in here. You know, you're not quite sure what's going on. They're trying to keep it low. And all I could hear my mother say was, and I'm going to tell you this one last time, Robert. This is my mom speaking. And she's hoping we're not losing. You can get this effing air conditioner fixed. You can drop me the F off right here on the side of the road or buy me an effing plane ticket home. We heard that much and we realized, okay. My brother and I looked at each other and said, whatever you do, do not bring up that you are hot. Clearly, this is being addressed. Right. And it, it's, yeah. So, we're like cracking our window. And we were so hot, man. We were so miserable. We just knew after hearing my mother. So, we pulled <laughs> to some little crappy like repair shop or something in Texarkana. That is on the border of Arkansas and Texas. And it's as beautiful as it sounds. So, we're in Texarkana. And we had to spend the night there so that they could fix the air conditioning. So that my mother did not murder and or divorce my father, but I remember staying in this ratty ass hotel in Texarkana. My parents were trying to put a positive spin. Like, you really, you know what they call it, Texarkana? Because it's right next to Texas, but it's in Arkansas. And we're like, do not care. <laughs> this is, this Doesn't place matter. is awful. But they don't, oh, they, look, man, if you're going to take your kids on that long ass road trip, try to drive them at least where the, where the landscape is kind of decent, right? So if we have to do a long drive through Pennsylvania, everyone in the car hates it because Pennsylvania looks like everywhere else on Earth. Not only that, but, but it's we, slow because the turnpike hasn't been done. They, they, just, they refuse to finish their highways. Yeah, there. that's terrible. We had them in uh, New Mexico in April. They loved it. All these deserts and these mm -hmm. sheer mountains, right? This, the landscape looked different enough that the kids, for once, in a five-hour, six-hour car ride, did not complain about it once, which is unbelievable for any kid. But my mom... She'd always try to get us excited. Now, keep in mind, at this time, we lived in upstate New York. We lived out in the woods. If you went across the street, there's a guy that owned a farm. So when we're going through Kansas and we're dead bored, my mom's trying to get us excited. Like, hey, guys, look at all the cows. 
brother and I like, we can go across the street and see that. Right. This sucks. There is no positive spin. I hated Kansas. I hated Nebraska. And even though I'm an adult now, in my mind, those states only get in the way of you getting somewhere that you want to be. Right. That's always, like, we're funny, not going to stop again. Man, funny, stop funny. Again. You're just in the way of us getting somewhere. And the difference between how we traveled, we had maybe like a little Coleco handheld football game that we could little play. red dots. But you couldn't mute it. So, you know, your, it was loud. Your parents would get mad because it was <laughs> right. like, you know, they're trying to listen to music or just concentrating. You're deep, 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 deep. deep. Right. So they hated that thing. But, uh... I bought a, a used SUV, and the previous owner had done just about everything as far as tricking the car out. Okay. All, like, they had gone to car toys. They had got um, uh, DVD uh, m- uh, screens for the back of the headrest. Right, right. All so right. So the kids could either play games or watch movies in the back. With headphones. That was all fine and dandy. No. No? no. You could use headphones, but for whatever reason, uh, the headphones... They, this is the way the system worked because it was kind of antiquated. It was the initial thing. Uh, instead of using Bluetooth to, con- to connect the DVD player and the screens to the car, it worked on a radio frequency channel. You got to be kidding me. So you turned your, and it, that's how it worked. It connected to the radio. It sent out a radio signal. And then, so say like 88.3, right. somewhere way down the yeah, yeah, like in the NPR world. It was down there. And so you had to turn in uh, to that channel, and then whatever DVD they were watching, you know, that, that, uh, that would broadcast <clears throat> the audio. So we would be in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. I mean, nowhere. You could not get a, you could not get a station that was just not either country music or Spanish. Sure. It was like, <laughs> numero uno. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing on the dial, right? But there was always something on that channel on public radio. So we get into an area. And so you public, couldn't use your DVD? Oh, it'd just be blasting classical jazz, <laughs> you know, whatever, big band crap. And they would get so, oh, man, can you just, can you just, can you just turn them off? Like, no, man. No, no sorry. That, that's, that's where they are. So they'd be in the middle of watching the movie, and all of a sudden you'd, just, you'd start hearing some, uh, I don't know, Hank Mobley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, just interrupt the movie. Oh, just start straight into jazz. You know, they, they, oh, man. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, look. You have something, you know. Right. You, you have something. You have something. To like, shut. You, you, like up. it's still the screens. You you've seen this movie nine million times. You can recite Shrek. Like right. You don't. It doesn't matter if you. You know what's going on. Just we'll get out of this in a minute. They will get. Ah, oh, they get so pissed off. It's amazing what kids get mad about. I feel like it. every Christmas I got a new like one of those games, the handheld Hand games. So for about two weeks, I'm sure it annoyed the crap out of our parents because we would just play them nonstop, especially on Christmas Day. But I don't know if we broke them. Like, they, I feel like they only lasted a short amount of time. They're a temporary mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. You got maybe three months out of my right, so like, like When we got a Nintendo, like we had that Nintendo for years. Right. Sure. I had a basketball game, I had a football game, and one other, maybe baseball. And I, I was like, I am set. And then that Christmas, they came out with head-to-head, which meant you could oh, play yeah, your yeah. buddy. Right. It was like another side to it. And then everybody came after Christmas with that game. And I was like, oh, man, like, I, I got to upgrade my parents are like, you need to wait till next Christmas. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it works. Year, man. More of the uh, random question question coming up. 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Your guess is as good as my kind of the categories. Horror movies and candy bars. Horror. Horror. What about horror movies? Horror movies. In the meantime, it is a random question. Question 206-803-ROCK. Sometimes I feel like anybody that's too into Halloween and horror stuff Mm -hmm. is a bit of a whore. (laughs) A a bit of a whore? Yeah. Like, Halloween's my favorite, like, holiday. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you. They love the excitement, Ted. Yeah, it's not wholesome like Christmas, you degenerate. No, no, look, you look good. You look great. I'm going to be a slutty fill in the blank. Nurse, nun, bridesmaid, Mm -hmm. whatever. You're like, right, I get it. You own fishnet stockings. You like to show your boobs. And I like it when you do that. So happy Halloween. Yeah, what did I see this weekend that caught me off guard? It was like a sexy, slutty minion. How did they pull this off successfully? What, sexy? What are you going to Google? What are you going to Google? Sexy minion? Yeah, yeah. You might just want to let corporate know, hey, man, work-related. <laughs> work-related corporate. It's work-related. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was like, sexy. oh, that minion's kind of hot. All right, let me see. Let me see. The sexy minion. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's well, different. Yeah. I mean, yes. All right. You're just not going to understand what she says in the bedroom. I, random, will, random, I don't care. Random, <laughs> random, 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 Hello, Justin. Random. Welcome to the men's room. You thought I was listening. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. Oh, look at the program. Random question, question. Let's go with this one. Have you uh, have you ever hooked up with a coworker before in any job you've ever had? Uh, we weren't working together anymore, but yeah. So former coworker. Right. Were you oh, wait, tr- no, no, I take that back. I did. You did. All right. What type of industry were you working in? Uh, the one I worked with, their construction. Okay, huh? And I know in the restaurant world, people hook up left and right, which makes a whole lot of sense. Based on yeah, TV, the, the one apparently. Yeah, the restaurant world. Oh, dude, if you work in a restaurant, just assume you're going to sleep with everyone there. Maybe not in the time that you work there, but by the time mm-hmm. you're done being a cook or in the wait staff, you will have slept with everyone. That's why you should treat them well, because you're going to work with them again. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God, I slept with her. And everyone in the kitchen's like, we all did. Like, that, was, no. that was some advice I gave my, young, my younger nephew. When he was looking for work after high school, I said, you, you go around to places with your buddies, you find 
find the establishment has the most attractive women, you put an application in there because if you spend eight hours with them and they, they complain about their boyfriend, you're in. <laughs> did he not, thank uh, you for that advice? Not bad advice there, Uncle. Uh, he, did, he didn't use it. He, he went a different route, but he's doing good. Okay. All right. Now he's still an idiot. He should have listened to you. Reese, we asked you, you ever hooked up with a uh, co-worker. What about you? You ever hooked up with a co-worker? Uh, yes. I'm trying to think about it. I, I know I have in the restaurant yeah. business. Since I've been I mean, radio. he might have married, too. Uh, oh, God. good point. What's the mm-hmm. first one? We worked at a radio station together. Oh, really? I didn't realize that's where you met. But she was also a waitress. You just have a tight... Like, I knew looks yeah. there was a tight. Right, right. I didn't realize they both worked with you, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a moron. <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm just... Oh, look. Look at me. I'm an idiot. I... I think it's okay to tell this story now. We'll see with Miles' reaction. But the first time, like, this is years ago in Baltimore, right? So I, I obviously, I knew Miles' girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And we went to pick up his kids before he dropped me off. And it didn't even really dawn on me, but there was his ex-wife. And he gets in the car, he goes, not a word. <laughs> I go, what? I go, I don't need to hear it that she looks like they look a lot alike. I was like, all right, I won't say it. I just saw a look on Ted's face. I'm like, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just say, like, the, you hear the door. I'm like, not comfortable with this either. Not a word. I'm, I'm like, not comfortable right. with this. Me neither. <laughs> well, Ted, you kind of have a type, too. I'm t- if you're blonde and have big boobs. Because remember that right before we moved here. Oh, yeah, the, right, we with worked the with sales her. Chick, and, and what's funny, and she was pretty cool, man. I mean, she was Very sloppy, cool. liked to party, all that kind of thing. And uh, so you two were hooking up. But I remember Ted came up to us, goes, all right, man, look, we're, we're going to Seattle. Like, yeah, man, two, three weeks, whatever, we're headed out there. And you're still hooking up with this chick. And you're yeah. like, since I'm not going to see her again, should I ask for butt stuff? We're like, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah we were for like, sure. dude, absolutely. A new survey has found that 43%, again, 43% of workers admit to having an affair with a colleague at work at some point in their lives. Almost half. I mean, isn't it an affair if we're both single? No, this is an affair. Oh, oh. With a colleague at work. 43%. Damn. Uh, Damn. 25% said it happened in the workplace. 21% said it happened during work events. Sure. Uh, They said it happened digitally through calls, texting, social media. (laughs) Digitally. Here's a picture of my penis. Yes. It wasn't me. It was AI Ted. (laughs) 17% said it went down at meetings outside of work. Uh, 14% took advantage of work trips away. They also compiled lists of the professions most and least likely to cheat with a coworker. Ooh. The 10 most likely professions to cheat with a coworker. All right, let me see if I can guess here. I'm going to guess, and again, I just base this on uh, TV. Uh, doctors. Doctors not on the top 10. No. Uh, did we already, did we say bars and restaurants? Well, healthcare is number three. Oh, so that, okay. that's fair. Yeah. That encompasses everything. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and Nighttime say. Nighttime nurses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Ted? Uh, restaurant, like bars, servers. Uh, hospitality and events management. Comes in at number five. So here are the professions most anyway, likely. If you to- work at a hotel, right? There's beds everywhere. You know the rooms are going to be empty. You can mm-hmm. shout. I mean, my yep. God, I would take advantage of that. So number ten is the armed forces. That comes in the uh, oh. tenth most yeah. likely profession to cheat. Hey, Bill. <laughs> Listen, man, looking good. Uh, number nine is IT. Really? Yep. Eight accounts. You know what? Go for it, guys. Most of the IT guys I know, like, like if you can get mm-hmm. some, go ahead and, you know, just Accountants, whatever. banking, and finance. Oh, my software is turned into hardware. <laughs> Property and construction <laughs> come in at number yeah, seven. Man. I was the guy just called, yeah. yeah. Engineering and manufacturing at number six. Hospitality and events management. 
Transport and logistics, number four. Really? On the profession, most Uber drivers. Yeah, logistics. Uh, Healthcare three. Teacher, number two. Really? Uh Uh-oh. Yep. Teacher is the second most likely profession to cheat. Number one with irregular work hours and frequent network events, that would be sales. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. The profession that is uh, least likely to cheat at work. Number 10 on the list, believe it or not, retail. Sure. All right. Number nine, public service and administration. Now we start to get boring, sort of. Number eight, marketing, advertising, PR. Number seven, environment and agriculture. There's just not a whole lot of other coworkers around you with, with mm-hmm. some of these. Law and legal, yeah. number six. Guys, mm-hmm. you'll be happy to know the media comes in at number five. Yeah! <laughs> Creative arts and design at four. Law enforcement and security at number three. Business consulting and management, also the least likely. The number one uh, field to least likely cheat. Science and pharmaceuticals. Okay. Probably because I can't pick up anyone. Pharmaceuticals, like working at the at the pharmacy or like selling drugs? I would say either one, but that yeah. doesn't make any sense selling drugs because I know better. Random, I picked up a prescription random, last random, week, man. That's the guy how he was doing. He's like, good. He's like, I'm just getting ready for this vacation. I was like, you know, oh, yeah, where are you going? He's like, New Zealand. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, you should be pumped. Mm-hmm. Like, it just kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. That's like, a serious vacation, man. <laughs> yeah. Somebody here says, uh, my ex was a nurse and a whore. I was in the Army. Those women are loose. Hey, uh, uh, let's see. I mean, that, sorry to that guy, but that sounds like a movie plot, right? Like, he's in the service, she's a nurse, like, oh, I'm shocked she cheated. Uh, somebody, I've been driving an Uber for almost seven years, and I've never been propositioned by a passenger, and I'm a goddamn good-looking man. Well, so, <laughs> if you pick me up, I'll hit on you, bud. I was just thinking that, like, oh, is that you? I don't know, Michael? <laughs> hey, man, it's me. Do you want a mouth hug? <laughs> now, what if he says yes and pulls over? Uh, <laughs> my rating's going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Passenger lied about mouth hug. Zero stars. So it doesn't uh, doesn't work that way for my Ubers. My Ubers are, I look at the name and go, how in the hell do I pronounce it? I can't say. I'm not sure. Is it? Yeah, no, I don't know. That's when, I, that's when the window rolls down and goes, is, is this for Mike? Yeah. I don't yes. confirm their name. I confirm mm-hmm. mine. I was like, because my wife's and mine are attached. Her name is very obviously for a female. But it'll still say, are you blah, blah, I'm like, I'll let you guess which one. <laughs> I mean, just, yes, I'm one of those two people. Just take is, a stab at it. I've had, there's one guy, like, up in our neck of the woods. I've had him a couple times. Michael. I was like, hey, man, how you been? <laughs> I, and you know me. I know way too much about him. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> From North Carolina. Yeah. Do you give him good ratings? He's a Duke fan. Oh, five star. Five star. So he's a Duke fan. I'd be like, four. Sorry, bro. Wouldn't you be curious to see the notes that they leave for you? Like, I mean, not as bad thing. Nice guy. Chatty. What, what are, oh, right, right, I, was right, yeah. I was convinced for a while that somebody noted on mine Arsenal. It's like if I started talking soccer with any of the African dudes, that always be like, I, I'm always like, well, who's your club? And they'd be like, Arsenal. And I'm like, great, that's the right answer. <laughs> they probably leave that note. Hello, Candy. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. I love Halloween. Hola. Okay. Oh, and your name's Candy. Well, I let me guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Candy, we'll give you a Halloween question. How old were you the last time that you went trick-or-treating? Oh, probably 45. 45? You went trick-or-treating at 45? Well, I was with kids, but I maybe put my bag out, too. Okay, you, wait, wait, oh, wait, on, wait a minute. You went with a bag? 
Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, I'll be with my kids tomorrow night, but I'm not bringing a bag with me. First of all, I can steal it directly from my children. Right. And you can also buy it. And I can do that. Damn, you went out with a bag, can? Were you dressed up at least? Yes. Oh, yes, definitely. And what were you dressed as? Uh, the Route 66 little outfit and a hat. All right. When was you the last? Even if it's just for a party, when was what, what was the last thing you dressed up for for Halloween? Oh, as a witch. Okay. Yep. Were you a nice witch sexy or were you were you yeah, a the, mean witch? Sexy witch. Sexy. Sexy. Witch. Is everything sexy? <laughs> I'm going to be a sexy zombie. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. just, you could you could dress up as a turd. And it's like, I'm going to be a sexy, sexy turd. It just, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Women always do the, I'm going to be a sexy blank. I always think of witches as being kind of sexy, but I think that's just because of Elvira. Yes. But is she supposed to be a witch or just someone who's like really into that stuff? Like, I always picture Wicked Witch. What is she, Mistress of the, of the Dark? Is mistress right? of the Night or Dark? dark One of the something two. Something like that. Yeah. To me, she was like a big, busty, grown up version of Wednesday Addams. Like, yeah. I just, I really gel on the stuff. Because when I think witch, it's always Wicked Witch of the West. And, like, I'm sure somebody out there finds her sexy. I'm not that guy. Yeah, she's a redhead, naturally. Who is? Oh, Elvira. Elvira. Cassandra. Mm-hmm. Cassandra. She still looks great. She really does. I mean, I just, I mean she's I, probably in her 70s. I, think I been, always liked her. Look, married I've never to the same liked woman her for, face. like, 25 years. I always liked her boobs. Yeah. Right, so even as a kid when she did it, like, I liked who she was. I love looking at her boobs, but her face never uh-huh. there for me. I'm with Miles. That's still a pretty sexy oh, woman. She still yeah. got it, man. Yeah, she, she does. She still got it. I mean, for her age. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Reason we asked how old were you the last time you went trick-or-treating. Fortunately, she doesn't care about us. Or what did you uh, dress up as for? No, she's been married to the same woman for like 25 years, I think. They've yeah. Been, they've been together forever. As they say, Halloween is almost here, and the debate is here again. How old is too old to go trick-or-treating? Now, while it's generally agreed that nobody should still be asking door-to-door for candy when they hit their 20s candy, there's no <laughs> consensus on the cutoff point for teenagers. Some towns still ban older teenagers, believe it or not, for trick-or-treating, including Bellevue, Illinois, where a city law states that it is unlawful for any person to appear on the streets, highways, public homes, private homes, public places in the city to make trick-or-treat visitations unless they are in the 8th grade or below. I mean, come on, man. Now, other cities and towns put the age limit at 12, 13, or 14, and curfews are also common, with Bellevue putting the time limit at 8.30 in the evening. In Chesapeake, in Virginia, the age limit on trick-or-treaters, a law dating from the 70s, used to threaten them. Uh, anybody over 12 would get six months in jail. Now, in 2019, 13, I went trick-or-treating. After the law was mocked by late-night talk show hosts, <laughs> the city raised that to 14 and removed the threat of jail time, noting that nobody was ever arrested under the law. Wait, they raised it to 14. In Portsmouth, Way to loosen up. Virginia, the age limit is still 12. Police say an age limit helps stop teenagers causing disturbances and also taking all of the candy. I get <laughs> taking the candy, but as a teenager, if you want to cause a disturbance, you're just going to cause a disturbance. I feel like tw- like thirteen was the cutoff, though. I mean, I just I just feel like as a human being around thirteen, you're like, eh. mm-hmm. you know, and different opportunities pop up on Halloween nights. You know, you get buddies now, like, hey, a bunch of people are coming over, and you still, look, you still that. want to eat some candy, but yeah, I also feel right. like you kind of like, I don't know, it's like, well, I'm not a little kid, I'm not going trick or treating, right. right? Yeah, that age. Then a woman from Karen, uh, a woman named Karen from Seattle here, she got four teens. 
And she says in the article she doesn't have a problem with teens growing up in a very uncertain world, trying to recapture some of that magic of childhood. When I see teenagers on my porch, I see big, awkward babies who act tough yet still need the love of a mom. Opening the door and smiling is an easy chance to do this. I hope I never get so jaded that I forget to do this. Now, her 17-year-old son, Brady, he brings the facts. He says, if we're not old enough to vote, if we're not old enough to drink, then we're still young enough to trick-or-treat. <laughs> All right. I like, I like his song. logic. I do, too. Random, random, random. Hello, Dylan. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. I don't like giving candy to a trick-or-treater that's taller than me. <laughs> that's the issue with like teenagers. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, you look cute too, right, Dylan. Right. <laughs> All right. Since you brought up going to the pharmacy the other day and getting some prescription medication, let's go with this one for you, Dylan. Do you take any prescription medication, or have you ever in your lifetime taken some kind of a prescription medication? Uh, I take a handful of blood pressure meds every morning. Okay. <laughs> are, they, are they prescription? Oh yeah. And you have to take how many? I uh, take three. And does it seem to work? That combination. I mean, do, could one not do the trick? Not even a little bit. Okay. My blood pressure is through the roof at all times. How long have you known that you had high blood pressure? Oh, it's been that way for, oh, I'd say probably six or seven years. Is there anything that you can do naturally to try to bring that down as far as what they tell you you should do? Well, I mean, if I quit smoking cigarettes and quit drinking, maybe. Okay. All right. Well... <laughs> I like it. If, if, if maybe, yeah. sure. Both are hard to give up. That's fact. Okay. It's, it's and, fun, man. You gotta live life on the edge a little bit. Okay. And how many years you been doing this? What? Smoking cigarettes and drinking, or no. high blood pressure? I'm uh, taking the medication. <laughs> oh, I've been on the meds for. They switch them up. They're trying to find a cocktail that works, so they switch it up every couple of months. But I've been taking them for about four years now. How old are you? I am 38. 38. All right. Yeah. Well, I think when I was like 40, yeah, I guess like around 40, they were like, all right. You keep keep trying, but you're not lowering it like we want. Uh So here's some pills. Here's here's a pill. The worst one, man, was getting that big jug of crap for my colonoscopy. When Mm -hmm. the pharmacist handed me that, and I saw the size of the thing. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Not again. Lemon flavored my ass. There's no (laughs) lemon flavoring in that packet. Mm. It's absolutely horrible. Uh, the reason uh, we asked you to take any prescription medication. A 23-year-old in Florida is facing several charges after he used a very detailed note to rob a Florida CVS pharmacy of various drugs. According to the Orlando Police Department, officers were called to the CVS around 6 o'clock in the evening on reports of a robbery. Pharmacy employees told police the suspect, identified as Thomas Muse, who was 23, handed them a note indicating he had a gun. And would shoot them if he was not provided the pills listed. Do you have to add and I will shoot you? I just assume if you're handing me a note that points out that you have a gun and then you're making a request, the reason you pointed out you had the gun is so that I know you're willing to shoot me. Not like I have a gun. Oh, and also I will shoot you. The note read, this is an armed robbery. Please cooperate. I don't want to hurt you. You are not to alarm anyone or I will shoot the closest person to me. Please follow these directions, or I will Ooh. shoot the closest person to me. I'd have been like, uh, Gary, come here for a second. Mm-hmm. Hughes, I'm sorry, Muse demanded pharmacy workers give him various amounts of any guesses on the drugs that he wanted. He had a handful of them. The ones he wanted? Yes. 23 years old, he wanted to get some drugs. So I'm guessing he is going to like the actual pharmacy, the pharmacy desk in the back. He's, he's, he's Xanax, 
is number three on the list. Oh. That is correct, Ted. All Xanax. right. He wants some Xanax, yes. Oxys. Oxys, number one. That was his number one choice, oxycodone. Right. Allopurinol. I don't know what that is. What is that? It's for the gout. All right. <laughs> uh, what else did he get? <laughs> we got Oxys. We got Vicodin? Xanax. Ooh, Vicodin, good call. Vicodin, no. No Vicodin Percocet. on the list. I was going to say Percocet's Percocet. not on the list. Really? Nope. Huh. Oh, what's the really... Decent one that helps people. The really decent, decent I like that, yeah. Adderall. No. That's number four. Adderall. Liquid codeine comes in at number wow. five on his list. Okay. Oh, did he buy Sprite? Viagra, number six on the list for him. <laughs> Viagra. Okay. And hydrocodone. He oh, wanted yeah. oxycodone, okay. hydrocodone, Xanax, Adderall, liquid codeine, and Viagra. <clears throat> An officer arrived on the scene. He was seen walking out the store, and after a short foot pursuit... He was arrested while still holding on to the stolen narcotics and his note. They arrested him. Uh, he also confessed to another similar robbery in Central Florida for no reason. He admitted to traveling to Orlando from Jacksonville to carry out the plan and also confessed to another similar robbery in Central Florida. He's now facing several robbery, uh, trafficking, and possession charges, according to the Orlando Police Department. Coming up next, we've got your emails on the way from the men's room at KISW.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 